guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I've been hanging around on Instagram for a little while, trying to figure out my way around there. If you're on Instagram, feel free to join me. I'm at Janice E. Fogarty, all one word, and I'd love to see you there. While I've been checking it out, looking around, seeing who is doing what and who's doing it really well, this woman kept popping up on my feed. And she does, like, fitness stuff, which is awesome. Um, I'm not much of a fitness buff, but I thought that she was absolutely nailing using the platform for her business and really serving her people so incredibly well. So I started engaging with her and like commenting and she would comment back and I don't know, she just seemed like an absolutely lovely woman. So we got chatting and now we're kind of internet friends. And the more I learned about her, the more interested in her and her business I became. So I invited her to come on and talk to us about her and her business. And she's amazing. I cannot wait for you guys to hear how Tassia treats her business, how she approaches what she does with her clients and what she does with Instagram. And she's really lovely to listen to. She's got such a heart. I think she's somebody that we can probably all learn from. I know I certainly will be. So thanks for joining me today, and I hope you love this interview as much as I did. Hey, I'm Janice, and welcome to another episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence. Those are the three things I think are critical to every successful entrepreneur. So grab a cup of your favorite brew, and let's get into today's episode. Oh, hey, before we jump into this interview, do you know you need to promote your business, grow your target market, convert them from scrollers to followers to clients, but don't know what to say? Or maybe you don't know how to say it. What I've learned is that it's being uncomfortable with getting your messages out. The feelings you want to leave your clients with versus what you fear you've actually left them with that prevents you from creating and implementing an impactful communication strategy. 
That boils down to knowing your voice, being comfortable using it. It's the first block to step over, and I can help you. I'm running a challenge in my Facebook group, Connections Coffee and Confidence Community, on finding your voice. It's running the week of November 23rd to 27th. Come join us and create the foundation of your communications plans to come. You'll be a more clear, confident, comfortable communicator, leading you to nurture loyalty and get more sales. After all, as Donald Miller, the author, says, people buy from those they understand the easiest. So join me in Connections Coffee and Confidence Community on Facebook and let me help you find your voice. Now on to today's interview. So Tasia, thank you so much for joining me today. I did give you a little bit of an intro um, before this, but I'm just wondering, can you introduce yourself for us, please? Yeah, definitely. It's my pleasure to be here today. Uh, my name is Tasia, as you've mentioned already, and I am I'm specializing in women's fitness coaching. So I've been in the industry for nine years. I have worked with so many women from like one-on-one coaching to boot camp style uh, trainings, and then also like managing uh, various gyms in Canada. So um, after getting that experience, I decided to compete in Olympic weightlifting. And I actually qualified on a provincial level. So I did that for a few years before deciding to start my own family. I have a really cute 16 month old son named Zach. And then I also opened up my own business recently. So that way I can work with lots of more women online and, you know, make it more accessible while still being able to, you know, spend the time with my family because that's something that's really important to me. Okay, sorry, I'm stuck on the Olympic weightlifting and qualifying at the provincial level that is impressive like (laughs) everything else is impressive and this is like this one came out of left field that is a very serious list of qualifications that you just (laughs) rattled off yeah it's been a long like passion and the weightlifting was just I like I grew up you know being in sports and I like I've always kind of liked to be active but I never saw myself as being competitive or achieving a level of fitness that was like you know where you actually go and you compete against other people I remember thinking like weightlifting is for men women should just be kind of doing cardio that's what I was always taught so when I found weightlifting like I fell in love with it pretty hardcore I decided that this was going to be something that not only that I just I enjoy it thoroughly but I was going to prove to myself that what I was taught wasn't what had to be my reality and I think that's what really just tied me to that sport and why I was able to be quite successful in it. That's amazing. That is, that shows so much determination and confidence. I can see why you've continued to be so successful with that kind of core as your base. You got into it just so that you could prove to yourself that you could do it. Exactly. I remember like watching other people do it, especially like Olympic weightlifting was traditionally very much just men were in the sport. It was your, you know, old European coach and a gym full of men and old, dirty equipment. And I decided to myself, like, you know what, everyone always talks about these wonderful benefits of weightlifting. Like, why can't I do that? Like, yeah, it seems scary. But I feel like, you know, having that background, I studied biology and like health studies, I understood 
the like the biomechanics that are involved the movement in the sport and I realized like there's yes there's differences between men and women but the biggest difference was what was socially accepted not physiologically what was possible and that's where I decided like you know what this was something I was going to try out and if I didn't like it I did not have to have any pressure to continue with it but what I decided is when I did try it the the feeling of that strength the feeling of seeing that progress through the effort that was put in was just so rewarding and it taught me self-discipline it taught me it taught me the confidence I didn't have confidence before I went into that sport I was like you know just like any regular person but through that like when you see the result of your hard work that builds up your confidence and I thought that, that was very powerful and it's why I'm so passionate about you know exposing other women that had those self-limiting beliefs so they also can have that confidence in their life because yes it might be just in a sport but that confidence really does translate into every other area so that's why to me it's really important exactly 100% agree with everything that you have just <laughs> said and what about your business model like can you explain to me how you run your business as a business because i've only ever seen you on instagram mm-hmm, so sure. how do you how does that all work Yeah, sometimes when people hear about my background, they kind of think that I mainly work with athletes. And although I do have experience working with athletes, the person that I actually work with is like your everyday mom, businesswoman, or, you know, someone that's just wanting to have higher energy, wants to feel good in their clothes, wants to be able to go on a hike and not feel out of breath. So I don't work with people with these like extravagant goals because I think that health needs to be accessible, knowing how to fuel your body, how to move in a way that makes you feel good should be accessible regardless of what your goal is. So I really uh, specialize in kind of that everyday woman. And so how the way that I do it is really, I get to know what is important to you, not what you want to lose in weight or, you know, how you want to look or whatever. I want to know like, why, like, why do you want to achieve this goal? And through that understanding, understanding of like your purpose and your deep why we start to formulate a very customized plan and that does look really different for person to person depending on what their lifestyle is and then through that process I teach them on how to work out in a way that's going to get them to where they want to be how to uh, try different nutrition strategies that are you know at a level that they don't feel overwhelmed so it's going to progress their nutrition but it's not going to feel like something like oh man, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like, is this even worth it? So I try to break those barriers by meeting you where you're at. And we all do, we actually do this all in an online format. So it's really cool because that's the accessibility component of it. I worked for many years in uh, physical locations and you're always kind of capped with who you're able to reach, whether it's just by location or the financial commitment that comes with that. So when you go onto an online platform, now that all really does change. So the way that I work with women is we have an onboarding Zoom session where I just like, I just get to know you. I get to know what's important to you. What does your life look like? And then from there, we put together your customized plan. Your workouts are uploaded into a personal coaching app that I use. And then you're able to see the videos for the workout. So you're never feeling like, oh, am I doing this right? Or I forgot the name and what does this move look like? So, you know, we really kind of simplify that process and 
throughout that entire coaching journey, I actually have access to, um, it's like a walkie talkie app. It's called Voxer. If you're not familiar with it, it's, it's free. It's really cool. Some people just use it to stay in touch with their friends, but basically we can send voice memos back and forth. So if you're doing something and you have a question, I'm never out of reach. And I think that's, you know, sometimes people worry about like, well, how does this work online, you know, and it works because we can make it personal and we can keep that connection through our style of communication. And that's probably the most important part of being successful through this uh, type of online coaching is being open with what you're, how you're feeling, what is difficult, what is going well. So that way we can really work together as a team to get you where you want to be. That's a very well-rounded and approachable approach. Like that does, that actually doesn't sound scary to someone who doesn't work out. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. And that was like, that was my goal because, you know, when I started, it was scary for me as the person that's never went and lifted a weight. I remember kind of looking through magazines and being like, what are these moves? You have to be like some pro bodybuilder to understand this. But, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, I spent the nine years studying all this, getting all the certificates. So that way I can meet you where you're at and make it simple so it's not overwhelming. In being in business for yourself, has there been anything that has um, surprised you by being harder or more enjoyable than you had expected to be? Yeah, for sure. I think the part that was interesting was creating like boundaries at home for what was work and what was home. That was a little bit of a shift in the beginning because kind of like everything felt blurred. So I had to be very intentional with um, creating a space that was, you know, this is the space where I'm going to go and do my check-in process with my clients or my calls. And then there was another space where like, I'm going to play with my son and we're just going to be on the carpet and hang out. So like kind of bringing some awareness to that. And uh, I would also say, just time management, like being a little more clear with myself as to what was the intention uh, that I had for the day, and then kind of like, what were the steps that were going to get me there. So just kind of shifting my mindset as to how I was getting things done was very helpful. And I remember that at the beginning, it was a bit of a a bit of a shift, because it was kind of like this new territory of like, you know, having a family at home, but also having a business at home too. And then COVID happened too. So it was a lot. (laughs) Very much. And have you surprised yourself by enjoying anything, like any part of it more than you had anticipated? Well, um, I wouldn't say that that part surprised me. Um, Once I got past the initial learning curve of kind of how to take what I do in person and make it um, the same online through like the connection and the delivery, then I was able to really feel confident in what I'm offering. And I know that regardless of who you are, I'm able to work with you and give you the same value that I did to all the one-on-one in-person clients that I had when I worked downtown Toronto. So I think that part was something I was worried about and I wasn't sure if that was gonna you know how that was all gonna look but uh, I was surprised by how 
good it can be online you know I feel like we're in a new time where so many things kind of got pushed online and you start to realize that like wow with a few simple shifts not only is it more accessible it's more flexible it's it's so much easier to de deliver and people get that value at the same time at their convenience uh, it's made it very worthwhile so I'm so happy that I did kind of push myself out of that comfort and went for it absolutely when you talk about all of the different things that you've studied and, you know, your nine years of, of gathering certificates and things, did you actually do any business studies or did you pick up your management during um, your time at the gym? So um, I did not do any formal business studies. Uh, it's actually kind of interesting. I immigrated to Canada when I was quite young and my father was an entrepreneur. So I always grew up watching him and kind of like learning that process and that journey. And at the time that never really felt that relevant. But as I got older, I kind of, I, I started to see the, the, the way that he had lived his life and what, how he found fulfillment in his work was very much what I wanted and what I placed value on. So I feel like without that formal education, I was kind of like living my everyday life while having an exposure to it. So that was very helpful. And then of course, the management positions that I was in also brought into my skills, gave me the experience and the space to learn and, you know, explore as to what my strengths and weaknesses were. So you kind of uh, learned by osmosis through your dad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's kind of funny because, you know, sometimes you don't see it happening until you, you kind of reflect and then you're like, oh, wow, cool. I was learning about how he was doing counting when I was eight years old. So <laughs> it is a fun process. Oh, bless your heart. I don't know if I've heard anybody say accounting and fun process, like in the same well, breath. I don't before. find it fun, believe me. <laughs> but, and that, that's why I am so grateful to have help with that. Now, yeah. I'll be honest, that was not something I find fun. But I remember him kind of sitting there going through the numbers and just being diligent about the, the details of his business. So that was kind of the takeaway that I got. And it was an important takeaway because I'm a little too big picture sometimes. And that was another learning curve. I was like, okay, well, you know, if you're running a business, you got to focus on all the details to create a smooth system. So um, that was kind of something that stood out to me. I, I find that's a really big thing because it's often the systems yes. that can like make or break you. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of the time, creative type people tend to focus on the big picture. And that's amazing. It's great to have that as part of your personality. But it's you, you need that balance for the system, like the whole process to go smoothly. And that's why I always say, like, get help where you know, you're not maybe as strong and because that can just really accelerate your momentum forward. So what do you think your favorite part of being a coach is? So I've thought about this for a long time because I've been doing this a long time. Uh, it, it's so simple, really. My absolute favorite part is showing someone that they are capable of something that they never thought was possible for them. The same way that my very first coach empowered me to have confidence to lift a barbell overhead and know I wasn't going to break. <laughs> I love that, you know, that light, the, the light that you see in someone's eyes when they realize like, oh, wow, I can do this. Like, this is not as complicated as I thought or uh, as unaccessible as I thought, you know? So that really just, like, it, it gives me such 
deep uh, gratitude to be able to be a part of someone's journey in that way and satisfaction to just help like really guide them and help them to a life that they are happier in whatever that may be look for them and what about the least favorite I would say the least favorite would be uh when someone when you believe in someone and they are not willing to take a chance and believe in themselves um it is hard to watch that because you know having the experience it is easy for me to see that someone is capable of something because I know the precursors that lead to a certain result but when someone doesn't actively decide that they're willing to step out of their comfort they're willing to risk you know what they always knew as their normal it can be really tough because you know I know that on the other side of that step is like this amazing new um, you know, life that they could have, and they they just need to take it. So I think sometimes that's hard when there's a bit of a, a disconnect there between wanting the result and not wanting to take that step. You're very much about the people that you work with. Yes, I would yeah. say so. I hope so. That's, that's my biggest goal. No, it's, it's very evident. What do you wish you knew or understood about owning a business before starting up? So kind of like what I talked about the accounting, the details, you know, I had this amazing, like big vision that I was inspired by, like, you know, I can help all of these women, I can, you know, really uh, take what I've learned and just make it in a, a very applicable way to someone's everyday lifestyle. But I didn't really think about like, okay, well, how do I file the taxes? How do I do the accounting? How do I track it all? Um, So I think at the beginning, it would have been good to focus on the day-to-day like components of the system, like automating things and understanding like what I needed needed to track on a daily basis to make sure that the business was always running smoothly. And thankfully I have a husband that is very supportive and was a, has a background in economics. So he was able to help me out with that. But I do remember like saying to myself, like, I know this is not my strength and I don't need to get down about that, but I do need to deal with that and make sure that that part's taken care of by someone who I can trust and is able to kind of help me with that component. Otherwise, like you're only good as your weakest link in a business. So if you're, if one part of the system is missing, you're not going to be as good as you could be. Incredibly well said. And I love your approach to recognizing this is not my best thing. I'm going to find somebody that I can trust that will help me with it. Yeah. And it's, it's not like I, you know, I feel like if you really wanted to, of course I could go and take a course on accounting, but it's more so recognizing where my energy is going to serve a greater purpose. And so it's, you know, I know that I can do the accounting, but if I'm able to focus on the conversations with my clients, the outreach and the marketing, then I'm going to set my business up for greater success because, because that is my strength. So it's not that I'm unable to do it. So I always want to kind of make that distinction because sometimes people hear that and they think like, oh, you know, maybe that's like a fixed mindset or something, but it has nothing to do with that as much as it does seeing what results you want to get to and finding ways to become more efficient in it. I'm over here like clapping you. Um, Seriously, like, yes, I am sitting here like taking notes and thinking, all right, I'm going to replay this part of the interview several times over because 
you have such strong messages about recognizing your strengths and where where is healthy and best to put your energy. And I love when you said, like, don't get down on yourself about it. Just do something about it. And I was like, dang it. Yeah. You had mentioned about your marketing and that you spend time in there. You've spent some of your energy on marketing your business. And you are phenomenal on Instagram. Like that is where we found each other. And I was like, holy smokes, look at this woman go. Can you tell me what your whole strategy or your approach, because this is like, this is my jam, right? Is like the whole communication strategy and having, reaching your audiences and reaching your people in an authentic and integrity filled manner. And Mm -hmm. I like, you just knock that out of the park. So can you explain to me how you, how you do that? I appreciate that so much. Thank you first. Um, Yeah. So it wasn't something I was always good at. It's been a process, but one of the things that really helped me to streamline it and really be consistent with how I create content and what I put out there and how I market is asking a simple question. Is this going to benefit my ideal client? whether it's through education, inspiration, connection, is really taking that part of me that when I connect with a client, that is what I'm trying to put out on the page. So that way, when we have a call, you already have a sense of who you're talking to. I'm not some stranger you just started talking to on the internet. You know what I value, you know what I, uh, my process is, and also the type of people that I work with. So I think that the more I can prioritize being very clear with that, then once we get to the call, it's really easy because at that point, you already know why we're talking and I know why we're talking. So we can then start to just focus on the solutions. And uh, that is how I approach my content. I've had some um, amazing people that I've learned from as well. And so it's not something that I just naturally figured out all on my own. I think it's really important to learn from people that have done it successfully, and then understand what you're trying to achieve through your marketing, through your content, whether it is a certain feeling that you want your ideal client to have an understanding or a call to action, you know, um, I think it's really important to be clear with that messaging. Exactly. Could not have said it any better myself. When you look at your content plan going ahead, do you actually have it planned out and mapped out? Or do you kind of have a loose idea as to where you want to go and you, and you fill in the gaps or like how strategic and and planned out are you? So I would love to tell you that I sit there and I have the month planned ahead, but I do not. I, although I know how to do that, I find I don't operate the best under that type of uh, strategy from my personality type. I have a loose idea. I understand what my main points are as to what I want to consistently communicate. And then I fill in the gaps with my everyday real life. So the things that are happening, you know, uh, within my family life, within my clients' lives, I use that to inspire me to write very relevant posts that I know are from the heart. And it's not to say that you can't do that in advance, you know, but I think it's, uh, it's me understanding how my process is like being a creative works and I have found that really just having my framework and filling in the framework is what is ideal for me as a business owner that sound because 
you know what it is that you're trying to create. You have your end goal in mind mm -hmm. and that is what inspires you to create your posts and that it comes out so clearly. I was just wondering how organized you were about that that part of the process. Yes. So I would definitely mention like, although I don't create the actual content in a batch form, what I do is I'm very like particular about planning the times that I'm going to sit and work on the, for example, the content for the next two or three days. So because I do know, like, if you're not like, picking a specific time and committing to that, the likelihood of you being consistent is very low. And now that I have been running this business for a little while, it is easier for me to do that faster. But at the beginning, I did need to allocate more time and just be really like specific with that. So I don't want to, that uh, idea to kind of be mistaken for like, just go with the flow because, you know, at the end of the day, structure is important, but you can create structure to suit your personality. And I think if you can kind of figure that out, then that's going to be that uh, magic spot for you as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you have help in the actual videoing and editing and taking the pictures or how does that work? Yeah, so all of the editing and the actual planning of the content, uh, like what the content is, is on me. Um, my husband does take photos for me, so I'm very grateful for him for that. And sometimes I have a few friends that help me too. Um, but the all of the editing and all of that process, um, I'm in charge of. And I think for me is also because I just I do enjoy it. So um, I like putting that out there. And for me, outsourcing that of course it is an option for any business owner but for me it feels more genuine to have my eyes kind of look over as to what my ideal client is uh, taking in and consuming because that is our first point of contact that is where someone really starts to understand how I as a coach um, you know what my process is what I value and um, I think when that uh, part of the business is very clear it makes everything else easier perfect What's the best piece of advice that you've received? Hmm. So I would say the, the best piece of advice is show up when you don't want to in business, especially as you're starting out, there are going to be highs and lows. That's just the, the nature of the game, especially as uh, someone that's just beginning out. And it's so easy to be energetic, to be joyful when you're on a high, you know, you've maybe you've got some momentum in your business, you're starting to feel like there are so many opportunities, so much hope ahead. And it's easy to show up then. But it's not easy to show up when, you know, maybe a call didn't turn out the way you want or you realize like something came up in your personal life and the consistency is kind of sucked a little bit in the business. But those are the moments that you need to tell yourself like, okay, maybe I'm not going to show up as a 10 out of 10, but can I show up as a 7 out of 10? Because at the end of the day, that is still so much better and that is still going to progress you forward. And the people that consistently choose to show up in any way that they're capable during the moments that don't feel easy, the moments that are not as bright, they are the ones that are going to pull ahead and they're going to get to the point of sustainability and just that reward that they've been working for from the beginning. So I would say that's my biggest piece of advice. Not always easy, but definitely worth it. It's easy to show up when it's easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everything in life, right? Whether yeah. it's business, personal, it, uh, it really works together. <laughs> <laughs> and is there any other advice that you would give to other female entrepreneurs who are just starting out on their business? 
Um, I would really say just, you know, take things one day at a time. A business is a, a big, it, you know, you're creating this big system at the end of the day. And when you look at a system, there are a lot of parts to it. So if you're always kind of uh, thinking about it as this really big hole, it can be very overwhelming. So I really suggest just breaking things into one day at a time. What is my intention? What is going to put push me forward to the next day and set me up for success. And just if you can kind of like break things down, make them smaller in your mind, it's not going to feel overwhelming. It will take less of your energy because you're focusing on what you need to focus on rather on things that are, you're not ready to do yet, yet they're still taking energy from you. What personality traits do you think you have that contribute to you being so successful? I think the most important one for what I do is being empathetic. Like I take the knowledge that I've acquired over the years and I find a way to make it relatable. And I think that that is what's translated into like real life success for my clients and why I have been able to do what I do. So, you know, when something comes from the heart, I like when I connect with someone, I genuinely care about them getting the best outcome possible. And I think that's so important in what I do. It has never been for the money or the fame or anything like that, because at the end of the day, it's just not what I care about. I care about you having a good life. I care about you feeling good. And that to me brings like real joy. So I think that. That's uh, one of the uh, components to my personality. And then the other thing is I'm really strong willed, you know, like I know what I want to achieve and I'm not willing to give up whether it's I have bad days or good days or whatever. I'm going to get the help that I need. I'm going to take the time that I need and I'm going to figure out a way to keep at it. And I think that's really important when you want to, you know, start a business or run a business successfully, because all of the decisions are on you. You are in charge of how you set up the foundation, the structure of your business. And if you are not willing to be strong-willed, it can be very challenging to make it through time, you know? So I think that, and then uh, just knowing my deep purpose. I think when you know your deep purpose, you're gonna be grounded and um, it's just gonna protect you from the things that come up. And um, I think that's another really key part of the journey. I know that you have some incredibly amazing and helpful free resources available. Um, I love the way you've laid everything out. It's so accessible and approachable. And when I received your materials, I was like, yeah, that is so doable. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what you've created and why you created them, please? Yeah, so I have uh, two resources. One is um, a guide on how to meal prep, whether you are a beginner at meal prepping, batch cooking, or you're someone that's experienced. This resource gives you the tools to understand the process so that way you can fill in the gaps and figure out what's going to work for you. So whether you are keto or you're tracking your macros or you're focusing on intuitive eating, whatever approach suits your lifestyle, you can take that approach and then use the practical tips within this guide to become more organized and also to um, enjoy that process a little bit more because you understand the, the components that make it up. So um, in that resources, I actually also recently added a few new recipes, kind of my go-tos, and I just give you some things to focus on so that way you can be successful with your meal prep game and you know feel confident in it. So uh, that honestly is created for the everyday person 
really anyone that cares about their health, I think, could benefit from that. So um, that was my intention there. And then my second resource is a home workout plan. Um, this plan can be done completely body weight, or um, I even kind of include some different um, strategies for using household items to work out. I think a lot of people were kind of, uh, you know, surprised with the how long the closures have been going on for the gyms, um, whether you're in Canada or in the States or elsewhere. So this resource was created for the person that was in a routine, but that routine was broken. And maybe you've never worked out at home, you have no idea where to start. And it's not because you don't want to keep on that journey. But it's more so like you lack the, the resources and the understanding as to what you should do. So we break down the simple things that you can focus on. And I even include four workouts that you can do right at home. So that was the intention behind both of those pieces. And I, I know a lot of people have have found them helpful, which is really something that I'm grateful for, because whenever I create a resource, I really I focus on giving you the tools to uh, work towards whatever goal that may be. So instead of telling you what to do, I'm going to tell you the options that you have and you can decide what's best for you. Brilliant. And do you have any tips for the listeners? Yeah, um, I would really say don't start too big pick one thing to work on. I think a lot of people, they get really excited and as wonderful as it is, um, you want to always kind of find that balance between excited uh, and not becoming overwhelmed. And I think that the best way to do that is to really focus on like small habits to work on and uh, just being consistent with that over time um, and not putting the pressure on yourself to just have it all figured out at once. So I think that's a, a tip that I want to put out there. And then another one is focusing on self-awareness. Um, everyone is different. Everyone is unique. What your strengths and weaknesses are, are different from person to person. But when you can become more self-aware, you will understand what you need to work on, where you need to get help and how to create the life that you want, whether it's in your fitness or your business or your relationships, whatever that may be, it always starts with self-awareness. So that would be the tips that I have. And is there anything else that you'd want to share that we haven't covered yet? No, I've uh, listened to your podcast for a while now. The oh. episodes you do are really, really good. So thank you for having me here. It looks like you've covered everything so well. And I'm just excited to uh, get to connect with your audience and put this information out there. And I hope that it was helpful. I believe that it will be. Yes. And in order for them to connect with you, can you please, and I will link everything in the show notes, but can you please tell us where we can find you. Sure. So uh, the easiest would probably be over Instagram. So my handle is Tasia, T-A-S-I-Y-A underscore haste, H-A-I-S-T. You can also find me on Facebook, Tasia Haste, or through email, which um, I'm not going to spell out for you. You can just link that <laughs> below. So those are three uh, routes of where you can find me. That is perfect. And you have a link in your Instagram bio where do, yeah. we can get your free resources, right? Uh, yes. So through that link, you're able to book a private call with me. It's 20 minutes. Um, we just go over kind of like what are some strategies that you can start to apply to work on your health and fitness. Uh, it is a free 20 minute call. So if you are considering coaching or you just don't really know how to take yourself from where you are to um, a better you know, situation with your health and fitness, this is something that you can do. 
For the free resources, I have them in PDF format. So you can just send me a message on any of the ways that you, I'm reachable and I will make sure that you can get that resource as well. This has been a wonderful experience for me <laughs> in a very <laughs> selfish way because you have you have absolutely demonstrated all the things that I so firmly believe in. And it's wonderful to see someone so in touch with themselves and so passionate about helping their clients. It's been, it's been really lovely to, to speak with you. And I, I appreciate you taking the time this morning. Thank you, Janice. Likewise, thank you for having me on your podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. And if you like what you heard, I'd love if you could hit the subscribe button and leave me a positive review wherever you're listening. It doesn't cost you anything but an extra minute of time, but it means a lot to me. And if you really like what you're learning, head to JaniceFogarty.com and sign up for my weekly email. You'll be the first to know about the new episodes and the other plans I'm working on. So make sure to meet me, same time, same place, next week. Until then, stay safe and thank you so much. 